when the things you seek have been lost to time. Look no further. We can go get them. We're Murphy's Inc. Murphy's Inc. is not responsible for any time paradoxes, historical retaliations, or other risks related to the delivered artifact. Any questions regarding the company's liability or tax information will be answered in time. Last season on Murphy's Inc., Murphy's lead agents, Michael and Daphne, were sent to obtain the set stalker of Eric the Red after a buffoonish descendant of Eric's lost it over a thousand years later. While in the past, Michael and Daphne met interesting individuals and drank a lot of mead. They were chased, attacked, and had to use means never before used to get home. After all this, they thought they had obtained and returned with the prized relic. Upon return, they found themselves in a new headquarters, and their boss was nowhere to be found. From the records of Constance Murphy, personnel file number MLP95035, Isaac Langley. Intelligent, extremely well-educated, and incredibly observant, Isaac is the Chief Financial Officer at Murphy's Inc., a position his law degree from the University of Cambridge prepared him well for. Isaac's responsibilities as CFO include financial planning, developing and managing the company's budget, ensuring it is financially compliant with regulations, overseeing the investment activities, directing the preparation of all financial documents and statements, and much more. Such a position requires a trustworthy individual at the helm. Unfortunately, Isaac is anything but trustworthy. kind of does. The marketplace, at least. Feels like we've been there a hundred times already. Sixteen, actually. But, you know, fresh meat never does go out of style. Yeah, whatever. Look, let's just unload this. Uh. <sighs> Alright, now, where'd I put that list? You dropped it when you were running from that moose. It was trying to eat me. <laughs> Just better be glad nobody was around to hear that scream. Thankfully, I have a photographic memory. 40 kilos of zinc ore, five liters of vintage honey mead, two kilos of... Apologies. Uh, 10 kilos of classically fried arctic char. Hey, Hart, we have some change from the market this time. You need it back? <laughs> no need. Go buy yourself something nice, yes? Uh, oh, sure. That's real silver, right? Nah. Well, the outside is. I think Hart said the inside's lead or something heavy. Did she specifically say lead or- Anyway, let's go find Gleason. We should let him know that we made it back safely. 
don't know, Isaac. Do you really think it's the right choice? Our operations have stalled to a near halt after the move. It's a tough call, but it will get us back on track for the time being. But working on two big jobs, one right after the other, uh, without a break in between? Our agents are good, but they're not robots. And these clients you've picked, uh, are you sure that they're mm, trustworthy? The clients will not be an issue. Leave them to me. As for the personnel, well, we have an abundance of brilliant minds who work here, do we not? I'm sure that counts for something. You're not suggesting that we use some of the um, department heads as agents? Yes, of course. Who else? I, uh... I'll be honest, Isaac. I don't think that's a good idea. Why not? They're capable. They know their history. And I doubt their absence would crash the operation. There really aren't any alternatives? Well, I do have a binder of proposed budget cuts for next quarter sitting in my office. And if you would prefer, I can put those into effect. We're really that far behind? All right. Well, well, I guess if maybe we could We're try- back. Everything is on the table in front of the machine. Oh, uh, I don't think we've met. Hyalog Sale. Hyalog Sale. I am Isaac Langley, Chief Financial Officer of Murphy's Incorporated. The pleasure is all mine. I'd love to stay in chat, but this company would literally fall apart without me. Do think about my suggestion, Mr. Gleason. Sharing the work between more agents could prove very lucrative for everyone involved. More agents? Gleason? It was just a suggestion. Nothing final. Uh, Anyway, good job on your mission. Both of you have the rest of the week off. What was the suggestion? It was nothing. It's just... ideas. You're always talking about new ideas. What's so bad about this one? I... uh, Well, I'm sure you've noticed that we've been sending you and the agents on many more jumps as of late, right? (laughs) Yeah, my bed called and said it's filing for divorce if I don't spend more time with it. What's, What's the deal? With Murphy's absence, I've brought Isaac into a more of a hands-on role to help assist with some of the clients and keep things running smoothly. However... However? He can be... hmm, A little overzealous when opportunities to increase efficiency present themselves. It's part of why he's so good at his job. However, he tends to take it too far when left unchecked. Stop being vague, Gleason. What opportunities? We're not about to get fired, are we? No, no, uh, quite the opposite. Uh, He wants to add additional agents to the field roster. It will give us more coverage uh, regarding contracts we can take on. And... We won't have to rely on Daphne and Michael to do all the heavy lifting for us. 
I like the sound of that. When do we start? It's not gonna happen just yet. It might happen maybe next Come week. Come on, or... man. It's been nine cycles, and we've been stuck schlepping around gift shop level crap the whole time. I hate to admit that he's right, but we want to actually do something besides glorified grocery runs, you know? You two are doing good work, though. Uh, it isn't as exciting as going out and stealing an heirloom from an angry Viking, but it's just as important. How do you think I feel about maintaining the machine all day? Oh, I wish I could go out and see the past as much as the rest of you, but someone has to keep the gears turning. Well, okay, you know, what, I, what I'm trying what? to say is, well, I guess we hadn't really thought about it like that. Better to fight and fall than to live without hope. I'm sure your time will come sooner than you expect. <laughs> Just be patient. Oh, also, before you go, can you take this phone down to heart for me? I finally think I was able to get the Sylvia issue taken care of. So, she should be able to use it without having any security risks. Sure. always made this job look so easy. Now I know better. Murphy, where are you? Just listen to me. I say this with the soul of objectivity, Hart. But the detail on these coins seems somewhat lacking. Oh, is that so? Got to elaborate? There is a lack of refinement, of artistic vision to be blunt. I think the lines should be sharper, and perhaps the details of the face made more clear. Oh, we've been over this, Philippe. Much like your disguises, these coins are made to fly under the radar. The less they stand out, the better. Fair enough. But I still refuse to believe that the prestigious mint of Amphipolis would ever create such unassuming currency. And I didn't believe that the Little Mermaid in Copenhagen would be so weathered. I suppose objectivity has a way of delivering a dose of disappointment, no? Ah, interns! Come here. Look at these cards. What's up? Philippe, it's not that serious. We're actually just here to give you your phone back, Hart. Ah, thanks. That's one problem solved. Now I can finally get back to ignoring Philippe's nonsense in peace. By the way, did Gleason say anything about fixing the fans for the forge? Nope. Ah, typical. It's been over a week. My team and I can't keep working like this. We're never going to meet our numbers if we can't effectively get air into the forge. I'm sure he's working his way to it. You know Gleason is always busy with something, but he eventually comes through. He did look like he was up to his eyeballs in stress when I dropped the fans off at his desk. We're probably 33rd on the list or something. 
Taking over while the boss is away must be absolutely nerve-wracking for someone like him. What do you mean by that? Well, Gleason has never had to be in charge of even a small team before, let alone an entire enterprise of moving parts like Murphy's Inc. True. He does mostly keep to himself and that machine. I wouldn't be surprised if he cracks under the pressure and ends up murdering someone. Philippe! <laughs> I'm just saying, I'd hate to have to be the one to go back in time to fix that mess. Speaking of time travel, have either of you ever been out on any missions? No. Why would we? Just curious. You've both been here a while, so I was just wondering if you've actually made a time jump. Once, when Daph and I were in college, she snuck me in to show me where her uncle works. She introduced me to Gleason <laughs> and gave him a special edition box set of his favorite television series as a bribe. Did not know we'd be going to get fresh olives from the Garden of Gethsemane just in time to see someone betrayed by a kiss. Wow. And I thought my first experience was interesting. When I met with Murphy for the job, Part of the final interview was getting to go to see my homeland during the height of Pax Romana. It was certainly an experience. Hmm. Both of you have pretty awesome first-time stories. Well, Gleason gave us some time off. See you next week! Enjoy your time off. I'm sure you've earned it. So, what are we doing? About us possibly becoming agents? Yeah. Come on, I know you want that raise too. Obviously. I just... I don't know how we convince Gleason to go through with it. Maybe we don't need to. What do you mean? I mean, that guy... What was his name? Isaac? He could probably do a better job than us at getting Gleason to go along with it. Huh. He did sound pretty dead set on the whole thing, didn't he? Exactly. And besides, for all Isaac knows, we're just desk jockeys or coffee fetchers. <laughs> I see what you're getting at. We let him know that on top of the department heads and the two lead agents, that we're ready to step our game up too. Yes. It'll give him more ammo for his argument. Sounds like a plan. Now we just have to find his office. Right. Need to go over the plan again? Nope. Good to go. Okay. Here goes nothing. Oh, hello. Did Mr. Gleason need something? I did not get a call. Nope. It's just us. We're here to have a chat with you. Understood. May I ask what this is about, then? Well, we, uh, heard about your plan. The one about taking on more contracts? I see. Unfortunately, I believe that Mr. Gleason is right. I ha- What do you mean? Daphne and Michael can operate as a team of two due to their experience, you see. But Hart, Philippe, and our librarian. They're highly intelligent individuals, but untested as a team. 
without more personnel that can cover for mistakes, as well as do some heavy lifting, we are simply out of luck. So it really is just an issue of not having enough people, right? Precisely. With Michael and Daphne being our only true agents, the department heads could be more of a liability than expected, wealth of knowledge or not. What if I told you that we're both field certified? What do you mean? She means that we go through the machine a lot. Maybe you're unaware because we mostly do grocery runs. Or because we're seen as relatively expendable. Oh yeah, that too. I see. Well, this might change things. Be honest. How much field experience do you both have? The basic stuff. We know how to get around and talk to people, as well as haggle for prices. And we've gotten pretty good at not getting beaten, shot, or maimed in the process. Well, too often at least. Good enough. With larger teams, there'll be more oversight and less room for error. Giving his logical nature, I think Mr. Gleason will have no choice but to concede. Thanks for this. No, thank you. With the recent migration to the new headquarters, profits have been far below expectations. If this works, our wins will be steady for the foreseeable future. Come on in. Hello, Mr. Gleason. Just stopping by to relay the department head's requisitions. Couldn't this have just been a text or an email? I feel like these types of conversations are best had without a paper trail, if you get my meaning. Uh, yes, of course. Sorry, it's just been a long couple of weeks. Philippe needs sewing needle replacements and 30 kilos of mulberry silk from cashmere. Estimated cost 30,000 pieces of silver. Does he really need 30 kilograms? He claims that Fashionese Historica will pay more than enough to make the cost of materials worth it. If they like the product, of course. All right, authorize it. Okay. On to the next one. The librarian. Isn't she working undercover at the university? What could she possibly need that isn't already provided by them? A set of Vicky Monster Blue's first edition tarot. Estimated cost. No. Denied. Last one for tonight. Hart is requesting 65 kilograms of copper and silver, as well as 30 kilograms of gold. Estimated cost? I know what the cost is. It's the same monthly order. Also, it seems that she needs new fans for the forge if she's going to continue producing pieces at a necessary volume. I thought I took care of that already. I remember her bringing them to me and I said I was going no. to... No. And it seems they have resorted to using the ancient and wildly inefficient technology of bellows to aerate the furnace. Are you serious? I never joke, Mr. Gleason. Hmm. I must have overlooked it. 
Everyone needs something all the time. I just got so caught up Nobody in ever said running a business would be easy, Mr. Gleason. Estimated repair cost, 5,000 pieces of silver. I know we're dealing with highly specialized equipment, but there's no way those fans could cost that much. These aren't your typical PC gaming rig fans, Mr. Gleason. These are tungsten-coated fans. They provide perfect temperature control down to the degree that can withstand temperatures well over 3,000 Celsius. Hart's words, not mine. Though I suppose we could buy those tungsten and some cheaper fans and let her take care of it herself. Unfortunately, that'll keep her attention away from making equipment for contracts, leading to an estimated loss of 7,000 pieces of silver over the repair period. Why don't we decrease the amount of copper and silver to 55 kilograms and the gold to 25 kilos? That should be enough to offset the costs, right? That's not a good idea. We've already reduced all of our department's resources to the minimum. Well, what am I supposed to do then? I turn one valve, another pipe bursts. I fix the pipe, three valves snap off. You already know what I'm going to suggest. You wouldn't have to worry about valves and pipes with more agents at your disposal. We've been through this already. Sending two inexperienced teams through the machine? Our agents have never worked with anyone but each other. It's too risky. Even if you take into account that we can get them all back safely, there's no guarantee that the missions would be completed any more smoothly than by just sending Michael and Daphne. But we have at least two other employees proven to be capable enough to come back from the past without any major issues. You can't be talking the about- interns, yes. They may not have the historical aptitude of the others, but they do know how to keep a low profile in the past. They can assist the less experienced department heads while Michael and Daphne do the heavy lifting. I don't know about- We cannot this. sit back and measure every variable, Mr. Gleason. That's not how any of this works. We need to take risks in order to succeed rather than calculating ourselves to indecision and failure. Come on. I can practically see those gears turning in your head. Just give me a second, Dagnabbit. <sighs> Fine. Meet with the clients and make sure we have a generous time frame to work with. We're going to need it. Good as new. You could have helped me with that, you know. You said you wanted to carry it. Not all the way. Whatever. At least the job's done. Have you been, Gleason? Well, um, I certainly have some... news? <laughs> the way that sounded, it can't be good news. What happened? Well, we have more contracts. Oh. 
I mean, that's not too big of a deal. A tool that need to be handled within um, a pretty tight time frame. How's that going to work? It's just the two of us, and we need a short break between missions. Uh, of course, of course. Um, you'll both lead your own teams. Teams? Of who? Michael and Philippe on one, and um, Daphne and the librarian on the other. What? what? Gleason, I, I know you're the guy that does machines and stuff, but these are horrible team choices. I need you to trust me that these teams will be optimized for a, a successful outcome. Oh, no use arguing about it now, then. Where are we going? Let me grab the contracts. Uh, Michael, your team will be headed to 340 BCE in the ancient Greek city of Cyrene. What your task is to retrieve a now-extinct plant that goes by the name of huh. Sylphia. Shouldn't be that hard. Consider it done. And Daphne, your team will go back to 1258 CE, Baghdad. There's a, a place there called uh, the House of Wisdom. And your job is to create detailed renderings of the building's interior and exterior. <laughs> and to transcribe three specific books from their original tongue into modern English and Icelandic. I'll need to do some research, but I can do it. The librarian, though? I don't know. What help is a sleepy old lady going to be in ancient Baghdad? Oh, I apologize. In addition to the department heads, you'll both also need to take one of the interns. Are you serious? This keeps mm. getting better. I don't see them on the contract, though. Ah, well, they are still interns. Uh, got it. That also means that you have free reign of who you pick. You don't need to make the choice right this second, but perhaps you could All right, me... well, Daphne, where are you going? We gotta eat. Come on, my treat. Uh, sure thing. See you later, Gleason. I need you to make your choices by tomorrow afternoon! <sighs> What's wrong, Daphne? Nothing. I'm fine. So you're not fine. Got it. Come on, you haven't even touched your, uh, de Parma. <laughs> You'll be fine, Daphne. Just think of it as another day on the job. I wish I could see it that way. What do you mean? Just the way that you frame things? I don't know. It's kind of inspiring, I guess. It makes it easy to believe that you always know what to do, even when you clearly don't. Let's call it an acquired skill. Sure. Still, it's not me. I don't lead people, Michael. I can lie to them, steal things from under their noses, and be gone without a trace. Leadership? That's a completely alien concept to me. Look, Daphne, but when I was your age, I didn't know a damn thing about anything. Still holds true in some regards. I worried about a lot of stuff I couldn't control, you know? What was the weather gonna be like that day? Is my gun gonna jam? How are my men feeling? My... Okay, is this gonna turn into another war story, Grandpa? The point is, 
If you spend all your time stressing about the ifs, you'll never get anything done. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't be careful, but worrying never really helped anyone. Anyway, can we deal with all that stuff later? For now, let's eat, all right? <laughs> all right. Good to know she's working somewhere less than... I believe the word you're looking for is medieval. <laughs> right. A bit crowded, though. Think anyone's gonna get suspicious? About what? Everyone here's too stressed out about midterms or whatever to care. Oh, back already? I received the news. It seems that we're each bound for far-off destinations. You know about our contracts, then. Of course. Cyrene and Baghdad, yes? Come to the back. I've prepared a table and the necessary research material. Oh, Philippe! I didn't realize you were already here. Yes, I was getting a head start on preparing for the librarian. All right, let's see. According to this, silk film was used by the ancient Greeks for a whole bunch of stuff. Spices, perfumes, medicines, and even aphrodisiacs. I remember people back home claimed to sell silphium. Tourist traps, all of them. People will buy anything if you put authentic in front of it. Apparently it was sold a bunch back then. Sort of like ketchup and wings. It was certainly more important than that. Probably. My point is that this will be easier than what the interns do. How are you two doing over there? We are fine. Thank you for asking. No, we are not fine. Apparently Gleason, in all of his infinite wisdom, decided that sending two women into the middle of 13th century Baghdad was a good idea. It could be worse. I'm talking from a practical standpoint, Michael. We don't know how welcoming they'll be, especially if we're just walking around the place. Even if we use a hidden camera, it'll still look suspicious. Which itself raises another problem. Due to the cultural mores of the time, we won't be able to just walk around for long. Not without a male chaperoning, at least. It appears to be quite obvious which interns will accompany the teams, then. Great. Well, I guess I'll have my work cut out for me. You coming back to HQ with us, ma'am? Of course. I've already made uh, arrangements. I am going to kill Gleason for this. Your morning appointment has arrived. Thank you, Sylvia. Place all of my communications on Do Not Disturb until further notice. Affirmative. Do Not Disturb until further notice. Enter. Uh, excuse me? Hi. I'm Autumn. I was told to come here for my interview. Yes, Autumn. Come in. Have a seat. I am Isaac Langley, Murphy's Finance and Regulations Officer. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. 
Please forgive my attire. There was a bit of traffic, so I had to come straight from class. I didn't want to risk being late. You are in the attire for the position that you are being interviewed for. Also, punctuality is paramount here. Don't forget that. Right. Sorry. We are looking for a full-time food service engineer. You will prepare and provide meals for the staff twice a day, as well as have assorted snacks and treats available at all times. The menu will be of your creation. Should you be hired, you will be in charge of your inventory. Our staff will procure all items needed. I already confirmed your resume and wish to know more about you. Please tell me more about who you are. I've lived here all my life. I've learned that nobody is going to give you anything. You have to work for it. So I've always done my best to earn it. That sounds cliche, but I've always been alone, so that's all I know. How about your previous occupation? I was a waitress at the restaurant just a short distance from here. Up until recently, I was happy working there. I don't know what changed. One day, I, I had enough. I figured, why should I be taking ridiculous orders when I have the potential to be making them instead? I have always wanted to run my own place. I just needed the motivation, so I enrolled in a culinary academy. But just attending school doesn't pay the bills. Indeed. Please forgive my intrusion. I couldn't help noticing the charm on your bracelet. Oh, this? It's the only thing I have left of my parents. Are they not with us anymore? No. I was orphaned as an infant. The orphanage that took me in said that it was all I had to my name when I was dropped off. So I keep it with me wherever I go. It looks ancient. May I have a closer look? I'd rather you didn't touch it. It's the only thing connecting me to my birth parents so it never leaves my person. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Langley. I didn't mean to disrespect you. I'm just a little sensitive about it. Thank you for the opportunity. I will see my way out. Sit down. When you speak to me, you must always speak with confidence. I do not employ people who run from a challenge. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, sir. Confidence. Say it like you mean it. Yes, sir. Good. I have decided to offer you an employment opportunity. Here is your employee tablet. You will use this for communications as well as where to find information about your schedule, expected duties, salary, and benefits information. Please sign here to confirm that you accept. This salary barely pays my rent. Read the entire contract before I resend my offer. Sorry, I'm just a little frazzled. Wait, you want me to live here? And college tuition? What is this? When you are not in your classes, you will be on call. Thus, room and board will be provided. Your salary is equivalent to one of our interns. You can renegotiate your terms upon completing your culinary studies. I would also suggest that you take a few courses in Scandinavian history at Lofbrook University. All will be included in your tuition previously cited. Oh, 
Mr. Langley, this is too much. I don't deserve all of this. I just want to cook. Are you declining my offer? No, sir. It's just Very the... well. I'll find someone else to do the position. I'll take it. Thank you for the opportunity. And I will make you proud. Good. Oh. And do find me when you figure out the meaning of that charm of yours. It may have an exciting story. Thank you for everything, sir. I have an assignment for you. Our new employee will need an escort from the shadows and delegate another to trace her lineage back. I want to know whose blood she's blessed with. This episode was written by Austin Dye, Ashley Dean, Mark Helton, Tyrus Rayner, and Tara Eon. Directed by Tara Eon. Produced by Mark Helton, James Devereaux Lewis, and Tara Eon. Audio editing and effects by Joe Bly with Kiana Music. Original music by Louis Palfrey. Original artwork by Michael Leone with The Cloned Ones, LLC. This episode featured the voice talents of Kirsty Harrison as Murphy, Jenny Helton as Daphne, Shandon Loring as Michael, Mark C. Helton as Gleason, Tyrus Rayner as Isaac, Carrie Hampton as Hart, Quinn Caffarata Jenkins as Philippe, Kaz Chandler as the Librarian, Stephanie Bauman as Intern One, 
James Devro Lewis as Intern 2, with Anita Kelly as Sylvia, Michelle Calhoun as The Interrogator, Laura Landry as Marie, and I'm Connor Howard, your announcer. This series is developed and proudly produced by 97 to Now Productions. For more information about the show, please visit our website. Tune in next time as Murphy's Inc. continues.